welcome to this episode of Turkish TV Time. Today we're talking about Love 101 Season 2, Episode 3, which was also a banger. The season is so good so far. I'm really into it. And I am drinking coffee, but I decided to try coconut milk because I was like, I'll be environmental and not use cows. And it's just not very good. I think I got to go back to 2%. I don't think coconut milk is good for coffee though. Like, yeah, have you tried like almond almond milk? milk? Yeah. I tried almond milk once and I was horrified (laughs) in coffee because it's so like weak. It's like water, basically. Definitely don't try um, oat milk. That was horrifying. I tried coffee (laughs) and it was terrible. Oat milk was terrible? Yeah, I did not like it at all. God, all the the people who like plant milks love, uh, love oat milk. It's Isn't there really like heavy milk also? Mm. Haven't tried that. Hemp? I have heard of that. I, yeah, I haven't, I haven't tried any of these. TBH, I'm very bad for the environment. <laughs> There's also cashew milk. That, that must be expensive though, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. I don't know. I thought coconut milk would give like a pleasing coconut flavor, which it does, but... <laughs> coconut milk is like water. Coconut it's actually milk, pretty I... thick. I don't know. But it, wait, no, isn't it co- isn't coconut milk what they use to make like pina coladas and stuff like that? Isn't it really sweet? I don't know. <laughs> so it's I not could coconut just be water. Sugar. It's not coconut water. <laughs> yeah, so then it's definitely what they use for pina coladas and stuff. Well, I love pina coladas, so <laughs> I should love this. <laughs> yeah i don't think it's it's the best coffee i would do almond honestly i think almond is like the next best thing okay although it's bad for the environment as well it is very bad for the environment oh well then fuck it i'll just use milk yeah Yeah, (laughs) i think if if there's any way you can like get like local milk or something (laughs) there are a lot of cows in texas (laughs) yeah have a longhorn oh no You're drinking tea, Sophia? Yes, my favorite. That's so exciting. Earl Grey. Do you put sugar or milk in it? Yeah, both. Nice. Yep. Try coconut milk. <laughs> Ew, <never>. Or not. <laughs> never, ever. What about you, Eski? Yeah. I got nothing. Breakfast was a few hours ago. I had a lot of tea then, but not right now. <laughs> Eski, do you usually have like Turkish style breakfast or do you have like American style breakfast Tur- or Turkish, Turkish style? If I'm in a rush Ooh. in the morning, I'll, ha- I'll just have a bowl of cereal. But if not, it's just like normal Turkish breakfast. That's so good. I'm jealous. We, we find like there's a bakery or there's a Turkish grocery store here that does simit and uh, oh. there's an Iraq- Iraqi bakery that does really good like pita bread. So, oh, oh my God. Uh, I wish you could mail me some. <laughs> it would probably not be very good by the time. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna make simit. I haven't tried it. I need to try it. If I feel like seeds it, weren't so expensive. It difficult. would be really hard because, like, bagels yeah. are really hard, right? Yeah. Because do you mm. have to um, boil simit and then bake it? That's what you do with bagels. Know. I don't think you boil it. No, you you coat the. I mean, obviously, there's a specific dough that you have to make for it. and then once you have it and you give it a ring shape you have to cover it in um pekmez which is like grape molasses and then you put the sesame seeds on it but you have to bake it I guess at such a temperature that the grape molasses isn't sticky anymore like you've like it bat really really badly made cement will still like have the stickiness um of the mm. grape molasses whereas like if you're like the street cement in Istanbul or like anywhere in Turkey uh, from bakery and stuff you can't tell necessarily that that ingredient is there because it, everything's so crispy and dried out so I feel like personally it would be I would get the dough wrong and I would it would like be super sticky if I tried to do it I'd probably fuck it all up so I would never <laughs> attempt but there's like a the guy who owns the grocery store just like does them in his oven every Saturday. So yeah, wow, that's awesome. He's just very skilled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I found a recipe. It looks doable. We could yeah, do just, it as a, just... a bonus episode. Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> back. Please. Cooking I with love Turkish baking. TV time. Baking with Turkish TV time. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. I want to try it. 
Yeah, let's do it, Sammy. Okay. As you can comment. Yeah, she, she can, can be the lead. lead. <laughs> like that doesn't look good. <laughs> she can be the lead. You What's could the be uh, from Paul Harry Hollywood of our podcast. What's that a reference to? I don't even know. Yeah, Great either. British Baking Show. Oh. oh, I've always wanted to see it, but they don't show it here. Oh, well, I need to. I, it came up as a as a specific bonus round and trivia a couple of weeks ago and thank god someone on my team basically had that whole show memorized because I was, the like, best. I, I was like i barely know what this is <laughs> i've probably I watched it like six times each oh my god season. you would have been yeah you would have been clutch <laughs> on the team too then <laughs> um okay now we're gonna po- talk about this show that we're watching <laughs> just, just about every other show So now Sophia is going to take us through what happened in this episode, which was so much. I know. I'm still a bit sore from my throat, so um, you can make it a short one. That's hard. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So the episode starts with Burju like like giving herself a pep talk behind a wall um and of course Kemal finds her and like he kind of finds it endearing but she's like super frazzled but per usual and I'm very over this couple like she fights him for some I don't even remember what's the reason she's being like really unlikable this season I think yeah except for her class but yeah she's like well you know, you're just, you're, I know why you're a vice principal. You just don't want to teach at all. <laughs> like all this stuff. Yeah. Um, when he's like actually endeared with her and like kind of wants to rekindle stuff, it seems. Mm-hmm. And then we go to her class. It turns out that she decided to integrate all the class blocks, which I'm still very confused about the dynamics. Cause I assumed that if they were divided in blocks, then they all had her class at different times. Cause she couldn't be in all the four classrooms at the same time. Right, so which I think is why this. she's having it in the gym. Mm-hmm. But like, how does she get all the students' schedules to fit? Yeah, I had that. I had that as a WTF too. It's like, <laughs> it's like none of them. They were all surprised to see everyone together, which would imply that they all separately they had, had class else. with Burju. Yeah. yeah. So it just makes no sense. But anyway, <laughs> um, I have so many like those kinds of what the fucks for this episode. I hope I remember them. Oh, I remembered one. Okay. <laughs> so she she decides to collect all the badges because she doesn't want the people to, you know, feel better or worse than each other. Like she's very against this whole like kind of system that Nejdet implemented for the school. And so Nejdet walks into the vice principal's office where Bilur and Kemal are. And he's like, Bilur, like you're not doing shit. Like do your part, do your reports, do all the stuff. And then he tells her she needs to reprimand Burju because um, of her integration experiment. And so Bilur like turns around to Kemal and is like, well, I'm really busy with these reports. Could you talk to Burju? And he's like, sure. He's like, I don't want to do it, but he's like, I have to, because this is my new role as vice principal, I guess. Um, so then we have our friend Elif, who I also very much dislike, honestly. Um, and she's just like chilling, talking to this girl who's asking her about the piano and how and if she loves the piano and whatever. And she's like, Yeah, the piano, like I can't stop thinking about it, like all of this random stuff. But she's actually talking about Osman. About Osman, obviously. <laughs> mm. And then Osman runs into her in the hallway and they run, well, I forget the name of this teacher who's like a whatever character that just appears for plot reasons on the show. Yeah, she she's just the other teacher. I have no idea what her name is. It's uh, Susan. Oh, Susan. Okay. So Osman's like, yeah, um, I want to do my essay with, with Elif. Like, I just need your permission. Like, I'll go to her house tonight at 7 p.m. and we'll you know, discuss the tape or whatever. And so Elif is like, I mean, if this were a cartoon, there would be hearts coming out of her eyes. Obviously. <laughs> um, and she's like, OMG, yay, like whatever. And Suzanne's like, are you sure you want to work with Osman? Like he's a bad kid or something. So Elif is like really excited. She's at home preparing everything. And her dad's like, 
I thought you went to the school because you had a more flexible schedule. Like, I don't want you doing any group projects. Um, and she's like, dad, it's just like once, whatever. I just have to do this project. They told me I had to do it. And she prepares like this little table with the, with hazelnuts and everything. And the dad sees the hazelnuts and is like, what is wrong with you? Like you could die if you eat a hazelnut or like get near one, which I think is such a funny kind of like ironic little detail for the show. For her yeah, to be it's allergic definitely to like air horns. This will come up later. <laughs> I feel like there's no way that this doesn't happen at some point. It could just be like a nice little cute thing between the two characters. But yeah, you're right. It could just be that she will get anaphylactic shock at some point. So she gets really depressed because this guy never arrives and she waits for him all night. And so Osman's sitting in his chair that says like, no students allowed. <laughs> but he's sitting there because he's Osman. <laughs> and Kerem and uh, Eda and Sinan are like watching. And Elif approaches. And basically she's telling him like, why the hell did you tell me that you were going to come to my house and then you never showed up and he's like oh that was just for class like whatever and she's like she gets really pissed off like obviously her ego is really hurt and he says he says something along the lines of like I knew you disliked me but you don't have to make it so obvious which it was quite confusing to me because like why would he think she just disli- I don't know maybe it was just the, he doesn't know that like, she has a crush on him so all no he no no obviously is that she's been a dick to him, like with the phone thing and the ink thing. Okay. Well, cause then like, she's like, oh, I thought you were coming to my house. And then he gets annoyed. Like, I don't know. Maybe I just wasn't. (laughs) And so in the back, Kerem, Eda and Sinan are just, you know, kind of debating. I wonder what's going on. I'm sure like they're falling in love, whatever. (laughs) And then Elif comes really angry, like, I'm out of the scheme. Like, fuck you. Like, see what you can do with your freaking scheme. Osman is a dick. And so, like, then for some reason, Kerem gets to talking with Elif about, like, her piano stuff. And, like, she repeats back to him everything that her dad tells her. Like, that she, like, so many people are relying on her. And, like, every hour that she doesn't practice, someone else around the world is getting really good at piano and, like, being better than her. And, like, all these horrible things, honestly, that I think as a 17-year-old, it's very hard to handle um, coming from your dad. But basically what Kerem takes away from his conversation is that he needs to support Eda in like her artistic endeavors and desires. So he goes on his motorcycle to do something. And then Kemal calls Burju into the office to like be like, you can't have all these kids together. And she's being really defiant. She's like, I don't care. I'm still going to do it. Like, I'm not going to promise you that I'm not going to do it. And she just leaves. And Bilur, uh, being Bilur, I, I don't know why this woman always wanted, wants to complicate stuff. But she's like, <laughs> you know, Kemal played us. Like, he also slept with me, basically, is what she says. And it's like, okay, Bilur, that thank bitch. you for sharing the drama pot. But obviously, Burju is, like, very taken aback. Um, and then Nejdet fires her like two seconds later is like I don't need you to do anything just get the fuck out and so he goes into the teacher's lounge where Refik is giving like a whole speech like if you persevere you will achieve your goals like I've been working so hard in my life as a teacher and now it's all gonna pay off whatever and Nedjda is like hey like now there's a vice principal opening like you should take it and I don't even remember why he accepts to take it because he doesn't really want to take it anyway and we know that you can't accept anything that Nedjit gives you with a smile, <laughs> as we will find out in a few moments. And then Sinan is just like chilling in, in the PE class. Like, I don't even know what he's doing because he's definitely not doing the activities that everyone else is doing. So Kemal like stands there and is like trying to have a conversation with him. And he's like, oh, I just wanted to take PE because you were the teacher. And I guess that kind of hits him hard because he or this is my reading of it, like Burju's words resonate with him, that, that he's like not giving class and like not interacting with students and he doesn't really care about students. So then Kerem takes um, Eda somewhere on his motorcycle and then we have Sinan and Ishik studying for the test um, under, like in a very idyllic setting under the laundry. Like, I don't even know what laundry that is. Like, that is not somebody's laundry. <laughs> like some silky pink 
things i mean whatever so they get off at this place that's called like ruby art or something that's what the subtitle said and then Kerem, and he like tells her like if you want to go to art school you need to do all this prep work and i really think that you need a support system and i'm going to be that person i'm going to trust you i'm going to be like that person that believes in your talent and i'm going to bring you to class every night and every day and they like are very in love and then we flash to Kerem finding out that Sinan's living at the school because he finds a dog outside. Wait, is it is it me or do you have Kerem and Kemal flipped? Oh yeah, Kemal. Yes, Kemal. I get. I flipped them yeah. too. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so it's Kerem in the or Kemal finds all the stuff and Sinan. Is that like a fever dream? I don't even know. Like he's in this chair. Like all these horrible things are happening to him, or like a no, dream. He, well, he, I think he's actually in the chair in the gym, but he's just like oh. thinking back at like, all his, yeah, yeah, like all the trauma. And I think he's drunk too, probably. Okay, yeah, because he sees his grandpa getting cleaned and like these visions of the parrot on the grandpa's head, and the grandpa's still not catatonic. And then we have Edda in her art class, and she's really excited, like, she's really good at it, and the teachers, like applying her work and whatever and then we see horrible how horrible Sinan's life is like he has to shower with this horrible cold water and he doesn't have food so Kemal like leaves some food for him is what I gathered from that like to let him know that like yeah I know you're living here I guess and so uh, Kemal this Kemal leaves food for him I missed that oh so I wanted to ask we can talk about this later. It was either Kemal or the janitor left it was the janitor left tea, tea. Oh. left a cup of tea. Yeah, yeah and something in a left. napkin, no? I don't no. remember that, but it's no? possible. I only saw the tea. Okay, I thought it was Kemal, but maybe it's just the janitor. Um, so Kemal goes home and he's like, "Okay, what do I basically? What do I do to get this kid to like have an excuse for him to?" come stay with me so he destroys this bookcase that he has and so like that's his idea and then Burju again has a class Kemal calls Sinan to his office and is like hey like I need someone to repair my bookcase like I'm not giving you a handout this is like actual work and you need to stay with me while you repair the bookcase and Sinan's like eh but then he like accepts because he's probably really miserable at the gym and so he goes to Kemal's house and then Kemal goes out for dinner with his basketball friends in a mehane which we will talk about in a second and he his like basketball friends are talking about their careers and how they're coaches now that they can't play anymore and um one of the guys like I want to offer you an assistant coach job like you're riding away at that school and I need you to start like basically ASAP so Kemal is like really torn Because now he doesn't know what to do. And I, I'm sure that Burju's words are resonating in his head again. <laughs> like that the te- like the school job was just like a interim thing. And so in the meantime, Sinan is like trying to repair the bookcase. And Kemal arrives and he's asleep. So he like tucks him in and there's like a sweet scene. And then Kenem and Eda again, they're at the school. But like they can, they, she convinces him to skip class. And go they go and have like a lot of fun in an arcade which just seems like innocent fun um and then Sinan and Elif like Sinan turns no Osman turns in his uh work with with Elif he turns in the the essay and Elif gets really upset because he's like yeah we really work together whatever so she goes to this piano room and just starts like furiously playing the piano and all the students from the whole school come and listen to her play the piano And I don't know if Osman like finally catches on to something. I don't think so. But he's like making this like smug face. I think um, he's making hard eyes, but we can discuss oh. later. Yeah, I had the same. I had the same view. Uh, say, because I think, I think he was seeing her in like pink and stuff too. Like, <laughs> like, like you know, film, like the, the, the background coloring and stuff was all weird and rosy when he saw her. <laughs> like, cool. you know. So then Kemal calls Burju in his office to reprimand her again about doing the integrated class. And she's like being like, I don't care what you say. Like, I'm not going to do what you say. 
And he's like, well, you're suspended. And if you want to make a difference as an, like, if you want to be an administrator, you know, you have to have an intact record. So, um, bye, that's it. <laughs> so Burju, like, she's super shocked. Like she, she, does, she just like goes out of the school and like ignores everyone. And he's also super out of it. But then Refik comes into the office really excited, like, yay, like I got this promotion and I'm going to hear like other good news. And he's like, okay, whatever. Um, and in the meantime, Nedjdet goes to whatever the district secretary or whoever it is that he has an in with and like says that Refik manipulated the school um, accounts and that he needs to like get fired, basically like be like, go. But he seems to kind of regret it. Like, he's like, oh, is there nothing he can do not to get fired? But then he's like, haha, whatever, get him fired. Um, and so Rafik is fired. And Incredible. then Edda <laughs> goes into art school again. And the teacher's like, oh, you're late again. And you skipped. Like, yeah, you're one of those people who are really talented, but don't have the discipline. So, like, I, I'm sure you're not going to do whatever I have, like, you've lost all, like, I've lost all my belief in you, whatever. And so Edda obviously is like really upset. That's a horrible thing to tell a teenager. Oh, this lady is horrible, horrible. And so Kenem's like, like, it's okay. Like, don't worry. You'll be fine. Um, And then he's playing basketball in a court. (laughs) And I don't even know what happens. (laughs) I guess he has a realization. Yeah. And then he goes to Edda's windows, like, I, we need to break up. I'm holding you back, like, all the stuff. And she, and she's like, what? No. And, like, it's really sad. And they break up. And it's really, really sad, honestly. Like, why? He's, like, the only person that supports her art. And now he's like, yeah, I'm holding you back. It, it makes no sense to me whatsoever. He dumps her. She's really sad. He's really sad. Is that Osman? What? I don't remember this with Osman. Anyway. <laughs> everyone yeah, is sad i think everyone it's, is it's sad and that's the end of the episode yeah yeah it's a sad <laughs> month okay so now we're going to move on into our gossip slash banter slash spilling the non-existent or sorry, so spilling Sophia's tea section. Um, and where would you guys like to start? Hmm. I think honestly, like, I don't know what this show is going to do with all the relationships. They're all becoming kind of really annoying, except probably like Ishik and Sinan. Yeah. I mean, I think. I still root for Kamal and Borju because like that first scene they had together, like um, as he was talking about last episode, they looked incredible together and they have great chemistry. Um, but Borju is being so annoying. Like she was one of my favorite characters last season and now she's just like, oh, every time she's just picking at Kamal all the time and he doesn't deserve it. It's really annoying. And then also Eda and Karem are we're so cute together this episode and then Karam's just like makes this random decision <laughs> to yeah, break up with her it doesn't so make any sense. sense yeah like it's not like uh Eda was this motivated angel before Karam came into her life like she was equally a mess and a troublemaker and had no direction in her life and now this relationship has kind of put them both on track but just because he let her like play hooky for a day like that's her fault that's not your fault yeah like no if anything you should like be with her and like not let her do stuff like that by like not going along with it like you can change your behavior but like removing yourself from the situation just means she's not going to continue with art class at all (laughs) yeah exactly and like not only that but like he's the only person that thinks that her passion for art is like something valid and something worthwhile like yeah it's just bad and also like they're using um Elif as their like model for all of this and she's like fucking miserable so the whole thing makes no sense at all I think I think he's selective I think it makes sense that he's only focusing on the like support system aspect of it that there are people like 
who recognize Adif's talent. And I mean, obviously we know the reality is they are exploiting her talent and like making it totally miserable for her. But I think he's like taking the good aspect of it, which is that there are people who acknowledge that her talent exists and it requires discipline and cultivation. So he's, you know, in, a, in just that, like that tiny, to that tiny degree, he's emulating what Adif's family is doing, but like in a healthy way, unfortunately. Edda is not mature. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But also like, yeah, that makes sense. But I also feel like drawing to and becoming a graphic designer is like very different from the path you need to take to become a concert pianist. For sure, for sure. I think, <laughs> yeah, I think, I mean, obviously they both require um, not only innate talent, but also a lot of like time and practice, but I don't know, graphic design to me, again, is more like, I, maybe because it's th- such a common job now, it just, it feels more like a job versus like a concert pianist has to be like a virtuoso and like this very rare talent. But I mean, I guess, you know, it, I, I, I get where he's coming from. Like she had, at that point, it was a non-traditional career path. So it was definitely more like in the artistic space versus now I'm just like every fourth person I meet seems to be a graphic designer (laughs) just because there's more tools to do it now yeah okay we get Billy being her normal self (laughs) the Turkish subtitles in one specific moment wrote wrote Billy again it was very funny (laughs) but it was Billord every other time but like there was one moment I caught that said Billy they're keeping (laughs) it in they they want to keep it in exactly God, she's the absolute worst. And she's also bad at her job, we learned yeah. this episode. Yeah, she just got, yeah, ousted for the Rafik trap as well. So did she get fired or did she just get demoted? She got demoted, yeah. I think okay. she's still, where else is she going to go? I mean, but I wish she would get fired. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure she's going to go right back to that desk again now that Rafik's been played. God, I I need someone. Wasn't wasn't I'm gonna call her Billy? Wasn't Billy like doing something with um, Nejdet's books? I feel like he asked her to look at the books, like the financial books, in the last episode yeah. to do something. Like I just feel, but like she's not a good person, so she's not gonna like out him. But I wish that um, maybe I don't know. Maybe if she comes back to the the shared office with Kemai, maybe Kemai would see something oh that's Um, interesting that's a good point yeah he was asking her to do like the accounting stuff yeah and that's Um, like the only way Nidget's gonna get caught because it's gonna be the books are gonna look funny um because I'm sure like that's the evidence he's presented for Jefik but I I I don't know he's not he's not a criminal mastermind he's not like a you know in he's not a uh forensic accountant who can like manipulate it and make it look like Jefik I feel like his fingerprints are gonna be all over it somehow (laughs) Yeah, have- that's really interesting. So maybe she like decides to use our friends to like get herself back in the VP position or something like that. Oh yeah, I was just thinking she would come back just because like who else is going to take that job and then like Kemai would like happen upon the books and like figure it out himself. I really mm-hmm. have no hope mm-hmm. in Billy figuring anything out or doing anything good. <laughs> but maybe Kemai would like happen upon the information cuz he's smart. But or they'll they're they'll do like uh I feel like probably like some sort of very um extreme inspection. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they should. Absolutely should. Yeah, clearly because two two like principals slash vice principals have been fired for embezzling money. Embezzling, yeah. yeah this is not so. like a normal thing. <laughs> <laughs> they should really be checking on that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, my hope is that Borju gets the new VP job and she and Kamal have to share an office and then they get back together, but seems unlikely since she's been suspended at the end of this episode. And her life has changed. Maybe she'll become a rogue now. (laughs) Now that her career has been ruined. Oh my gosh. She ruined her own career. Like that was pretty dumb. Yeah. Like taking a stand is one thing, but like that served absolutely no one what she did maybe the students though for two classes putting them together and getting the lecture about it like 
I don't I think, know. Th- I think three classes. I think three again, the, the the scheduling uh, question mark is very large for both me <laughs> and Sophia. How? What? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I agree. I agree. I don't <laughs> operationally understand how this works. <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. I feel like scheduling high school is so hard. The, the only thing that could feasibly happen is that, like all three levels were taught at the same time, but by different teachers and Buja somehow like put an announcement out that she was subbing for those classes. And that's how like they walked in, not, sur- well, they walked in expecting to see Buju, but not expecting to see everybody else. That's like mm. the only thing I can think of, but like that's so many mental gymnastics to get to that point. That's just like, yeah, overall it does not make sense. And they didn't even like try to, explain how they (laughs) wind up in the same room at the same time it was so many people I mean yeah that was a crazy that's like a college like intro to biology lecture amount of people I feel like yeah um I really like I sorry I was gonna change topics to Kemad and how I just love him for finding a way to look out for Oh Sinan my god, without, that was so uh, cute. Without like wounding Sinan's pride or like making him feel like he's getting a handout. Cause like if he had just been like Sinan, I know you're living in the storage uh area of the school, you're gonna come stay with me. Like instead he was like, fuck you, dude. I need this. He would have ran. Yeah. <laughs> they took a part of the shelf, which means it's never actually gonna get fixed and Sinan's just gonna be there forever. <laughs> I know that was adorable. I I yeah. just love that. And that's what made me so mad at Borju this episode because yeah. Kamal is like the best teacher in the school. Yeah. He really cares about the kids. She's doing yeah. fuck all. And yeah. then she's like picking at him for not caring. It's really yeah. douchey. I hate it. Yeah, she's very immature. Yeah, she is. Um, and I think, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think this is going to happen at all, but I think the ideal path for Kamal is that he like adopts Sinan slash at least like lets him stay with him for as long as he needs and then goes and takes the coaching job. <laughs> like get the fuck out of this school. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you that can would be still mentor Sinan. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he's not going to, my prediction is he's not going to take the coaching job because well I mean the coaching job is probably still a few a couple months out just because like the guy who has to vacate the position said that it would probably be two to three months before like even if he got even if he found out he definitely got the job like he would have to go to Russia right I think that's where he's yeah he's going to Russia any day now and then Kamal has to take over the right so it sounded like he was like being ready to move quickly but it still sounded like there was a like a couple month timeline so but I think the school year just started so it would definitely mean Kemal either way like even if it's like two months he would leave mid-year but I feel like he really wants to scheme against Nejdet still and I feel like that's gonna and plus Burju even though she's being really difficult and doesn't probably deserve him at this point. <laughs> I think he's not going to be able to go for all of those reasons. And then like his general anxiety about Sinan and the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Okay, uh, Elif slash Osman plot. <laughs> I mean, I've never, I know Osman was Sophia's favorite. I've never particularly liked him or disliked him. Um but I feel like this relationship is just going to be annoying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I liked him, but I really so dislike dumb. Elif. And yeah. then he's really, he's being really stupid. Like he's not catching any of the signals. And, and it's, it's, it's like- weird that he now seems to have a crush on her after seeing her play, because again, there was no indication that he gave a crap about piano. <laughs> Like he was asking questions in the last episode along the lines of, wow, so you're like really good at playing this. Like it's like, you know, <laughs> questions that like someone with no interest or background in piano would ask, just like very ignorant questions. Um, so then for him to be like so moved to see her as not just a jerk, but like a love interest, just because she's banging on it really angrily uh, was a little bit of a jump for me. But as long as, I mean, it would be better if they, like, had an actual relationship as opposed to whatever this is right now, because it's very annoying to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. 
yeah, yeah, Ugh, whatever. I, I just wanted to point out that I definitely think that the hazelnut thing, like, oh, yeah. they're going to kiss and then she's going to, like, die or something. Yeah, yeah. Know? I mean, I, I was surprised she could even handle them. Like, it, she, I, like shouldn't she couldn't be even able put them to. in a plate. Yeah. Yeah. Very. And why they had them in the house, like. Agreed, agreed. Yikes. So, yeah, she's definitely going to be hospitalized, like, like we've said. <laughs> I really thought that, so like Osman hands in their project and then she's pissed and she goes and plays the piano. I thought she was getting up to turn him in for cheating. Yeah. Cause like, that been... that's like classic her. And I was yeah. really And that would have like, and that would have like totally screwed him over. Like, cause he was like, we can't make any mistakes now um, right. until we get Ushuk back. And that would be like, that is actually an expel- expellable offense. I don't know if that's the right word, but <laughs> That is like fully punishable by expulsion, even in in the states. I feel like so. <laughs> yeah, that would have been bad. Yeah, I liked the uh, video game slash arcade date montage with uh, Edan Kedam yes! playing hooky. Oh, they were so cute, cute. this episode yeah. <laughs> until the end. <laughs> it just makes yeah. everything the worse because, like, why? Like, he clearly. I guess it makes sense because it's a very teenager e thing to think. But like, God, it makes me so frustrated. It's just, and I it's just not consistent with like him making the decision to sign her up for class because she needs a support system. And then him being like, just kidding. I know I'm your only support system, but I, I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's not like, oh, he broke up with me. So now I'm going to like be a model student and study a hundred hours a week for this exam. <laughs> like yeah, that's clearly like, not what's going to happen. Yeah. She's, she's already just like, I feel like having a, at least a beer every night. So it's probably just going to escalate for to further um not studious behavior let's say yes agreed and um I feel like this season they've remembered that it's a 90s show I feel like we're getting a lot more like 90s stuff mm-hmm. and I, I thought the arcade was really fun like period yeah. date yep okay so episode ends everyone's alone and sad and then Karam rides off with no helmet and that made me really nervous yeah there can be some tragedy i didn't notice that but that makes sense and then that would make a lot of sense regarding a lot of the future things of the episode yeah and he was like crying really hard i feel like he couldn't see properly <laughs> like there's a lot of bad things going on oh god and also like when he was breaking up with her it was like very like behind bars hinting because it was there was like bars on the window and they were talking through the bars and I was like oh god (laughs) I feel like he's either gonna die or go to prison neither is good (laughs) especially after he was so cute this episode so now we're gonna move into our history section where we are going to be talking about Mehane culture, which is where um, Kemal was having drinks with his bros, basketball bros, and also a little bit about Raka, the drink that they were drinking, which is connected to it. Where should we start? Uh, maybe like, okay, so we can set the scene first with what me- a Mehane is and then uh, go into Raka. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and I'm not really... I'm just going to kind of freestyle this based on <laughs> my knowledge of Mehanes. I think we've talked about them before on the podcast in passing because um, there have been multiple scenes in other shows that either mention Mehanes or like are actually in Mehanes. So I'm sure that it's come up before, but just as a recap, um, there it's kind of a cross between a restaurant and a bar. Like there's definitely table service. You're sitting at typically a white table, uh, a white tablecloth covered table um long it's it's supposed to be a very social atmosphere so you know it would be although it was like three guys um in this episode of ash one or love 101 like you you know there's plenty of uh really long tables that can see 10 or more people um at these establishments there's generally live music if not live music playing there's turkish classical music turk sanat music playing over the speakers it's like a very there's like very I would say there's like very specific kinds of music that play at Mehan is um, either Turkish classical music Turkish music or uh, Taverna which is more kind of 
Greek influenced um, music, but you wouldn't hear like pop music blaring over the speakers, for example, um, in that kind of an atmosphere. Raku is the main kind of anchor of the table. Um, although, you know, wine and beer, everything else is vodka, everything else is available too. Um, but Raku is the mainstay. And then meze, which um, I think is a fairly ubiquitous term at this point. It's not just a Turkish term for appetizers, but um, so there's a lot of meze that uh, gets set out with the rakı. Also, fish. If you know, if you're gonna have like an actual meal, it, it would typically be seafood. Um, although there there might be other uh, kinds of meat incorporated in the meze. And the idea is to just sit at the table with your buddies for a long time, several hours. Rukka is not a drink that you shoot. It's it's a long sipping drink. It's very strong and also just like, that's just, at least in Turkey, that's not how it's consumed. I don't know how like the Greeks treat Uzo, for example. Maybe they shoot that, but <laughs> you definitely don't shoot Rukka. Um, and you, you're supposed to sip on it while conversing and eating these light appetizers that are set out in front of you. Um, and so, yeah, it's a very kind of chill conversational social atmosphere um slow pace of the evening um it, it's not surprising to see like the like um boys night out being that being in that atmosphere because it's very conducive to catching up and chatting while still obviously getting some enjoyment out of alcohol and food so yeah it's a really I, I would say there's it's still a very prevalent part of uh, especially Istanbul culture, seaside communities as well. Like I said, seafood is typically available at these establishments. So seaside communities also have uh, a strong presence of mehanes um, in, in Kaduke, a, a neighborhood of Istanbul that I think we've talked about before. They have a whole street that's like basically colloquially known as mehane, Soka mehane street. Um, a uh, part of Izmir also has a street that's entirely just mehanes, like the best ones in the city are all next to each other. So definitely a must experience if you go to Turkey is to sit in, sit in one of the one of the good ones and enjoy our national alcoholic beverage and I don't know, chill with your friends. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to talk a little bit about Raka, which is the national drink of Turkey, spelled R-A-K-I, pronounced Raka. So you know, I've heard a lot of people pronounce it Rocky. Well, it's because it has the the weird eye without the dot. Yeah, which no dot. I don't eye. know the name of the, of the of that letter, Hizki, but it's like Ooh. a very particular. Uh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Raka is made out of grape pomace, which yeah, I don't know what that is either, um, and then <laughs> flavored with anise seed. It is clear in color, but when you drink it, like you saw in the show, you mix it with water and usually one ice cube, and then it turns milky white, uh, much like pastis or pernod in France. It's similar in flavor to Greek ouzo, uh, a lot of other anise-flavored Colombian, um, what's that stuff called? Aguardiente? Yeah, aguardiente. But so similar to all anise-flavored liquors, but the difference is in how you drink it, how you mix it. It was, we don't know when it was first produced, but fun fact, it was first mentioned by the Ottoman explorer Evliya Çelebi during his travels in 1630, which we've talked about his book of travels before when he saw witches playing Quidditch in (laughs) Bulgaria. So I don't know how much I can trust this guy. I guess he was drinking a lot of raka as he wrote. Um, And it was served in mehanes that were run by Greeks and Albanians in the Ottoman Empire um, until the 19th century, because obviously drinking, um, while Muslims did attend the mehanes, it could still be punished if the regime decided to. And then in the uh, Tanzimat period, it became much more popular to go to mehanes amongst the Muslim population and raka surpassed wine during that period consumption. In the establishment of the Republic of Turkey, and this is something I didn't know, the state-owned spirits company Tekel was started producing raka, which uh, under the brand Yeni Raka, and they started in 1944. They distilled the alcohol from molasses, 
and used sugar beet alcohol. So it tasted a little bit different. It was more bitter and um, it became really, really popular. And then Tekel privatized. So it's still Yeni Raka, but now it's a private company. Um, and there's many other brands of Raka, but Yeni Raka is probably the one you'll see most often. And there's, uh, I, I'm hearing more and more just on social media of uh, like craft Raka, like more like local distilleries. Um, as Sammy mentioned, Yeni Raka is by far the easiest to obtain, especially outside of Turkey. I think it's really like the only one imported by Turkish restaurants in the U.S., for example. I can't remember seeing any other kinds, but within especially Istanbul, there's a lot of um, local distilleries that are uh, a little bit more expensive, but at least, you know, it's not um, coming out of this kind of what was long a monopoly <laughs> on, on Rukka production. And I think that the idea of craft Rukka is really interesting because it's um, there are a lot of different things you can distill it out of and flavor it with traditionally, but because Yeni Raka became so dominant, it kind of was lost. So going back to that, I'm sure there's a lot of interesting flavors to try. We gotta, we gotta find a Raka tour of Istanbul. Yeah, it exists. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it does exist, and I bet the people who are on it are not the people we want to be friends with. <laughs> <laughs> we can do a private tour. <laughs> yeah, that sounds really fun. All right, anything else for this section? All right, try a mehane, try raka, it's the best. Goes great with delicious food. Mm -hmm. Go try it. So now we're going to move on into our favorite section and final section, which is what the fuck, Sultan of Success and Fatima's hit list. What the fucks? There were definitely some more what the fucks in this episode, not with the plot, but just with like fun stuff. So we're continuing the good trend. My first one is when Elif plays the piano angrily in front of the whole school. I was like, what the fuck? And also everyone was like impressed and like whispering about how talented she is. And I feel like that is not the reaction that high schoolers would have. No. Yeah, yeah. not only that, but they all just leave their class very like chill. Like yeah, the teachers then, don't like, say anything. Expressly not allowed for them to be like wandering and like the lights were supposed to be turned off and yeah. stuff during class in the hallways and stuff to discourage people playing hooky and yeah they all just kind of walked out it was a little bit yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> then I have what the fuck art teacher uh she's a bitch and she should not be allowed to interact with children she is horrible <laughs> I don't know what that lecture was supposed to accomplish but it was really bad oh <laughs> what the fuck in Kamal's house there was a poster that said I see short people yeah I, like I know that. it's it's like a children thing but yeah I think it's it's really funny that was really funny his whole apartment like was a, really funny it was like a bunch I, of I assume he had that because he's like a basketball player and like everyone uh, I thought it was because he was a teacher because like children <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he would have that like it is a problem. I think it was basketball because he had some other yeah. basketball posters that was also kind of lame, but yeah, I guess oh he didn't God. know he's, how to decorate. <laughs> he's already got dad humor, but no yeah, children. Exactly. Yeah. But Sinan <laughs> is gonna be his child. Yes. Hopefully. Um, what are your guys' what the fucks? Um, Burj's behavior, as we've discussed. <laughs> self-sabotaging slash sabotaging her relationship that could be so wonderful mm -hmm. with this thoughtful kind man mm -hmm. and then yeah Kedam's decision we've already discussed it just like, does, not, does not compute she needs you it computes for like they're young and they're dumb and he's like right. in love and trying to do the best for her but it doesn't compute in that it's a stupid decision. <laughs> yeah, I think he's trying to do the only thing he thinks is in his control, which is whether he elects to continue in the relationship. But like, dude, you you already were smart enough to figure out that you were a key part of her having any kind of motivation to do anything except fuck around. So like, this is a bad decision for you to remove yourself from the equation. 
And also just the yeah. general WTF, I would love to have seen the adults a little bit, like the adult versions of yes. the kids in this episode. We didn't see them at all. And I'm really curious. We got about, a cliffhanger yeah. last episode. And no follow-up. And then no follow-up, which yeah. is, it scares me a little bit because it's like, do they just have like only five minutes of adult stuff filmed for this whole season? Like, that's my yeah. concern. And they're going to dole it out, you know, like 30 seconds each episode. I hope, I hope not. But I God. hope not too. Also, every actor involved in this got COVID during filming, which makes sense because they're all like constantly kissing Yikes. each other. <laughs> That's really bad. <laughs> My what the fuck is that? What did they do with the St. Bernard when? when uh, yeah, yes. St. Bernard too. That's a good question. I was question. asking that out loud as I watched. So Where's sad. the dog? So sad. <laughs> what happened to him? Yeah, that's a really good one. I don't know. I hope he lives with Kamal now, but I doubt yeah. it. Okay, Sultan of Success. I want to put Kamal for noticing Sinan's situation, figuring out a way to get him to stay with him. Yep. Just general all-around greatness as a human. Yep. And he got a new job offer by doing nothing, so. Yeah, just by hanging out with the boys. Yeah. For- Getting the Bruce literal boys, boys, boys club yeah <laughs> <laughs> handing out jobs <laughs> is there anybody else no i don't mm. want to give it to nedge dead for I was gonna say. Moment, plot part two because one <laughs> not original you've already asked <laughs> someone that way and two you suck <laughs> he does suck um okay thoughts was hit list art teacher <laughs> art art teacher art teacher for sure that was such a severe lecture for and like in front of absence. everyone too. Yeah, that was really extreme. Yeah, yeah. maybe her. Nedjit's always gonna be there. Yeah, but um, <laughs> yeah, art teacher destroyed the cutest, most beautiful relationship that we had. So fuck her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Congratulations to our Sultan of Success, Kemal. We hope that you continue to be our number one teacher, number one in our hearts. Watch out to Art Teacher, whose name we don't know, but whose face we hate because <laughs> she's the worst, should be fired from her job immediately. And next time we'll be talking about Love 101, season two, episode four, where hopefully we get an update on who the adult man is that came knocking at the door. Thank you all so much for listening and we'll talk to you guys again next time.